my friends. Welcome to our 2023 Advent series. We are so excited that you're here. Our theme verse for this series is Luke 2.19, but Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Our prayer for each of you as we walk through this season is that we will all take the time to sit, reflect, and ponder on the Christmas story, letting the beauty of God's character penetrate deeply in our hearts. Hi friends, welcome to episode three of our Advent study. Today we're going to be spending our time focusing on Joseph, and so I am going to hand the reins over to my husband Ben, and he's going to facilitate the conversation. Hi honey. Hi. (laughs) Yeah, so as we've been doing, we'll start off reading some scripture. We were in Luke for Mary, but there's not a whole lot about Joseph in Luke, so if we could read from Matthew 1, 18 through 25. Yeah. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But when he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. I guess... Yeah, based on this brief passage, what do you notice about Joseph? I think one of the things that stands out to me is that we see here that Joseph was a just man because, and there's different commentary, I think different theologians think differently about this, but what we know for sure, no matter what the extreme of it is, I think what we know for sure is that Mary would have been for sure considered a social outcast. I have heard some theologians say that she would have been stoned to death if Joseph would have divorced her. Other people don't think that that's true. Irregardless of, you know, the specifics about what I think we learn here is that Mary's life would not have been good. And Joseph knew that. Before Joseph knew that Mary was still a virgin and that she was carrying Jesus, he was assuming the worst, right? That she wasn't a virgin. Despite that, he was like... I'm just going to quietly step back. I'm going to quietly divorce you and we're going to, I'm going to just leave you on your way and I'm going to go a separate way. So that's like one of the first things I notice about Joseph. And I would say the second thing is we so often think about Mary and, and, you know, we started with Mary and (laughs) we've been talking about her, but we so often think about what it would have been like for Mary. Like she was a female and she was young and she was poor And I don't necessarily think we always reflect on what it was like for Joseph. Like, what did his family say? What did his friends say? What did society think of him? And I think what we see here is that Joseph, he didn't, he didn't care. Like, he was a quick obedience to the Lord. Yeah, that was the main thing that I pulled out was that he was obedient. There didn't appear to be any hesitation after the angel visited him to tell him to take Mary as his wife. And also the times the angel visits later about fleeing to Egypt and then coming 
back from Egypt to go to Nazareth, he immediately obeys the angel. He doesn't question. He doesn't not waver at all. When fleeing to Egypt, it almost sounds like as soon as he woke up, woke Mary, got Jesus, and they left. Yeah. It wasn't like in the in the morning. It wasn't. After a few days of saying right. goodbye to your favorite coffee shop and your favorite humans and like, right. yeah. Yeah. What do you think drove that? Like the Holy Spirit drove it through like the angel's visit. And yet we know that Joseph still had free will despite that, right? Like he could have chosen disobedience. Yeah. And he didn't choose disobedience. I think that was, I think it was partly due to the, like, the culture and, like, who he was. It, that when the angel came and told him about the things, and then it, it's not actually part of the angel quote, but where it says this is, this happened to fulfill the Isaiah 7 prophecy, it indicates that Joseph clearly, like, was well-versed in the, the law and the, and the prophecies. Yeah, that's really interesting. The other thing that I found interesting was Mary got visited by an angel while she was awake. Every single time Joseph got visited by an angel, he was asleep. (laughs) Yes, that is really fascinating. Maybe Joseph would have been able to handle (laughs) the terrifying visits by angels in his awakened state. (laughs) Yeah, I don't completely understand that, but (laughs) it's... It's interesting. That is really funny. I'm not trying to make more of it than it is, right? Okay, so it's terrifying to Mary. It was terrifying to Zechariah. It was terrifying to the disciples. And so you see it throughout scripture. It happens over and over again. And so you just wonder, like, in this story, Joseph was having to execute actionable steps that the angel was telling him, right? Like, Mm -hmm. don't divorce Mary. Like, so then he went and married her. Like, flee from Egypt. So he, like, did that. And I just wonder, like, if obviously when angels come and you're awake, (laughs) it's terrifying. I think literally I think it's funny. Like, we laugh about it, but I think it's true. And so did God choose not to send angels to terrify Joseph, but to execute? Like, yeah, I don't want you to be scared. I need you to move quickly. Yeah, that's quite possible. I hadn't really thought about that. He would have been, yeah, in a less, he would have had to recover. Yeah, his composure exactly. before he does anything. <laughs> Our theme's been pondering. Again, there's not there's not much about Joseph, but what do you think Joseph was was pondering? Mm. I imagine that one of the things he was pondering was in Luke uh or I'm sorry, in Matthew one twenty one when it says she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. I think what's interesting when you study um, the Old and New Testament is that people had been waiting for generations for Christ's birth. Right. And they didn't even know. I don't think people could have fathomed. I mean, like, it was prophesied in Isaiah, right? But I don't think people necessarily totally knew how the birth of Christ was going to come to fruition. And so... You have to assume that you have a a man who is a part of an entire an entire mankind who's been waiting on the arrival of Christ for generations. And he goes to bed one night and he wakes up the next morning and he's like, Oh right, that's gonna my fiance is having <laughs> Jesus. Right. We're gonna be his parents. Like, I would just imagine there's like this I think about how weighty it would have been to hold that, like the joy that Christ is finally coming 
but like it's here and it's now and holding like I am going to be the earthly father of Jesus. How would you even begin to unpack that? Right. Yeah. I don't know that he ever really grasped it. Luke 2.33 after they presented Jesus at the temple and Simeon blessed them. Both Joseph and Mary marveled at the things that Simeon said. Another thing that's on top of pondering the the coming of the Messiah, like I wonder if Joseph might have been a little confused about the purpose of Christ's coming because the angel said to save his people from their sin. It was common under the Roman time, people wanted a Messiah to free them from the Romans. It wasn't had nothing to do with sins. They wanted physical freedom from sure. what they considered a tyrannical government. Sure. Yeah, that's really fascinating. And I do think it's so interesting because even when Gabriel visited Mary, he gave her quite a bit of information mm-hmm. as to what Christ's purpose on earth was going to be. And like you said, then like later in Luke, like she's still marveling at what's happening because it's it's too much in our like humanness in our flesh to be able to like take in and understand because right. it's, you know, it's like the divine work of the Lord. So it's it's too much for like right. our human brains to comprehend. Right. Yeah. And then from a practical perspective, like I guess what can we learn from Joseph? There's sometimes you just have to take what God says and you can't think about it too much or you can't try and understand it because our brains are not going to be able to comprehend yeah like be obedient to what the lord is calling Mm -hmm. and no i think that's one of the things we talk about this a lot i would say in the last two years i've really started to be able to kind of put words around it like there's times where i'm studying the bible and we'll come across a verse where i'm like what does that mean (laughs) and then we'll like spin and spin and spin and you like read commentary and every theologian thinks it could be these three possible (laughs) things that this means and i'm like okay but what do we think it means like i want to just drill down like i want the nitty-gritty and what the lord has taught me is like hey if i need you to know what exactly i mean here i'm gonna show you i'm not a god of confusion but like also you're not me and so you don't get to have all the attributes that I have. There's some that we share. There's some that I do not share with you. And you have to trust that I am going to lead you and give you information and discernment and wisdom as you need it. Right. Yeah. I guess to wrap up, could you uh us some prayer? For sure. God, thanks so much for the book of Matthew, for what we learn about Joseph when the angel visited him to tell him that Christ was coming. And we thank you for the example that Joseph was in obedience throughout like this initial first visit of the angel through fleeing from Egypt. We just were so thankful for that example, God. And I pray that as we ponder these things in our heart and we reflect on the call that you had on Joseph's life to, you know, marry Mary and to be an earthly father to uh, Jesus. I pray that we will learn from Joseph's example and that we too would be obedient uh, on any calls that you put on our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, thank you so much for being with us today. If you or someone you know would like to receive the free study guides for the Advent series, you can sign up on our website, www.inspiringheights.org, hover over the contact us link and select email sign up. 
If you were not signed up when the Advent series launched and you would like to receive past episode study guides, you can send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook or click the contact us link on the website and let me know which study guides you missed and we'll get you taken care of. P.S. We would love it if you would leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This gives potential new listeners an opportunity to hear from our friends before they hit play. And speaking of friends, if you have any that aren't already subscribers to the Inspiring Heights show, will you share this with them? That would mean so much to us. All right, until next time, take a deep breath and be inspired where your feet are. Bye for now.